Is it okay to lie to your parents as they get older? Hmm, this is a tough one. Stay tuned, you might be surprised. Hey everybody, this is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success, and welcome to Summer Shorts. What are summer shorts? Well, everybody knows what those are. Those are the fun things that you buy in the store that have bright colors, they could have palm trees, alligators, flamingos, whatever they are on your shorts for the summertime. But here, they're just a little different. We're doing summer shorts, elder care success style, where we're taking 15 minute segments and giving you tips, ideas, resources, and fun things that you can do to make life easier, better, and in some cases, less expensive while taking care of those that you love, be it a parent, a spouse, a partner, or anybody else in your family. So hang tight. It's Summer Shorts. Before we start, I'd like to share that we've started a YouTube channel, or I started a YouTube channel, and you can find it on YouTube at Elder Care Success, just like we have it here, except it's in video and you get to see my lovely face. So join me over there on YouTube at Elder Care Success. In the meantime, this is an audio podcast, so we're a little different here than obviously the video format. And this has got me stumped, this, this question, because I've asked a number of people about it. And the question in this short is, is it okay to lie to mom and dad as they age? Well, there are three answers to that one. Absolutely. No, no way on earth. No way in hell. You can't do that. Period. End story. Lying is wrong. I got that answer. The second was, absolutely. You should lie. Yes, you should lie. It's to preserve their dignity, their respect, be a little bit more gentle on them, and maybe yourself too. In fact, that comment actually came from the National Association of National Geriatric care managers. Interesting, huh? Apparently 90% of them agree that it's imperative that you lie to a parent when you're caring for them. And then the third answer was, well, it depends. So here are a couple of scenarios that I wanted to share that I thought were really just a way to look at all three situations. And yes, of course, it depends upon your own situation. I'm not saying there's an absolute yes, no, or maybe in any case. So I wish I had a better answer for you. But here are a couple of times when I did lie and when I didn't. So for me, caring for mom and dad from a long distance was not easy. And it was stressful, not just on myself, but I know on them. And my sister, who was also long distance, and my family. And that's going to happen. However, dad and I had this kind of relationship that fathers and daughters sometimes have. And he was a business owner, and I am too. So dad and I had kind of an interesting business relationship, I'll say. He was a business owner, and I am too. So we would talk business a lot. And I was always fascinated, even as a kid, on the things that he did in the factory and at work and all the, the work papers he would bring home. I would sort of comb through them. But 
dad would kind of do the same with me as an adult when I have my business, and I still do. And he would ask me how things were going. Whenever I visited, this was always a point of conversation. And he would ask me on the phone. When things were a little wonky, I would just say, well, dad, going through a bit of a rough patch. I wouldn't necessarily get into the details, but I kind of sort of graze over them unless there was something that I thought he could actually contribute to. And sometimes he did. But I didn't always tell him how rough some of those rough patches were because I didn't want to worry him. So that was kind of the situation there. Another time when he had to have an operation towards the end of his life, really to save his life. Another time when he was going through a rough patch himself, physically and medically, towards the end of his life, he needed a life-saving operation. I made the decision to do that because I know dad wanted to fight to the very end. And he was not necessarily in the state of making that decision for himself. So I did it. After they took the, I guess it was a tube, you would call it, out of his groin area in the artery, he quietly told me that night afterwards with his eyes closed and just sort of whispering, he said, oh my God, that was the worst pain I've ever been in my life. And then he paused and he said, if we didn't do that, would I have died? Ooh, big question, right? But I told the truth. I said, Dad, yes. I can still feel that pain in my, in my gut right now, even as I'm sharing this with you. That's when it was important to tell the truth. It hurt me, and I still feel that hurt. And just how physically it felt at the time to tell him that truth. But we both paused. He pursed his lips, closed his eyes, and said, And that was it. And we just sat together quietly. And he got better and we brought him home. With mom, a little different. Dad had no dementia whatsoever and was totally cognitively sane. Try and get that one out three times fast, right? Mom had dementia. She didn't really have full-blown Alzheimer's, but she had something called frontal temporal dementia. And that's a little different. She really knew who we were, my sister, myself, and everybody else, exactly the names of all the aides all the time, but she knew they were kind to her, and that was important. When dad was passing, Millie, my lead aide, brought mom in with Addie and another aide to help her have those last and final conversations with dad. They didn't tell her that he was actually dying, but she knew. We didn't have to say anything. She put her head on his chest and just cried and said, please don't leave me, Stu, don't leave me. I can't live without you. Now, I was in the other room watching that, and honestly, I couldn't have told her that myself. That was too painful for me. But thankfully, I had the help to help her through that. Then she stoically sat up straight, and everything dried up, and that was it. They kind of said their goodbyes to one another. And life moved on literally by the minute. When he passed, she saw his body leave the room and the house, even covered with a flag over it. She didn't say anything. It was right in front of her. I mean, we couldn't hide him as much as I wanted to, but we didn't. 
and she seemed to be kind of non-phased by everything. But when the decision came to actually tell her again that he had passed because now we had a funeral to go to and plan, I didn't know what to do. So I asked her doctor. And her doctor said, absolutely, you must do it. It is morally right. You have no choice. End of story. If you don't tell her, I will. Ooh, first of all, here's my personal decision on this one. No doctor has the right to tell you what their morals are and what yours should be on this question. Period. End of story. Sorry, doc. And if that's your decision, it's something you need to seriously take into consideration and have a discussion with the family. You do not force your opinions on the family. Period. End of story. If I've ruffled anybody's feathers, it's my show again. <laughs> so end of story. But we did decide to make sure that mom was strong enough to physically stand the response or to stand that conversation. I didn't want to make sure that she wasn't going to die of a heart attack or a stroke. But we did decide to tell. And in a very gentle way. Mom didn't like her son-in-laws too much. If she's still here today, somewhere in the smoke, somewhere out there, Mom, I'm sure you're listening, she would agree with me. So we made sure that the guys were out of the house, no men anywhere, and it was just the loving women around her. And we gently told her, or I gently told her, because I know that nobody else could do it. So I just held her hand and said, Mom, here's what happened. And I explained the situation and said that Dad had been sick. And she didn't know that, but she knew that. And then I explained that he had passed. And she stunned, said, why or where and how? And I explained very quickly and when. And I said, his funeral is coming up. Would you like to go? She shed a tear and dried that up pretty quickly. Mom was always a strong one. I think we all relied on her more than we realized. And she said, yes, I think that would be appropriate. <laughs> you know, God love our mothers because they can make us laugh and they can make us cry and they can make us tear our hair out at the same time. But being honest with mom was the thing to do, as much as it hurt. However, there were also times that I lied to mom. Like the time when she looked at a photo of her brother, who has she been at his funeral? She knew that he had passed. And one of the aides had said, who is that guy over in the corner? Picture of him was always standing there and sitting there in, in the shelf. And I said, that's my Uncle Ken. That's my mom's brother. He passed away several years ago. Well, mom's ears were sharp as a tack when she wanted them to be. And she said, he's not dead. What would make you think that? So I quickly backpedaled on that one and said, oh, you know, I think you're right. I talked to him just the other week and he said he was fine and doing well and he sends his love. Honestly, I think he sent his love anyway. And my Uncle Ken was quite the dramatic actor. So somehow his spirit came through me and made me act that one out. But honestly, I don't think it's okay to lie all the time. And maybe there's just sort of a gentle truth that we need to deal with at times. Having somebody else impose their moral beliefs on your decision to say yes or no, or it depends, is not their right. The decision needs to be yours. 
It's hard to make those decisions, and it's hard to even speak the truth at times. Believe me, I know. And I've had this conversation with multiple friends and other family members. In fact, just before recording this, I called my dear friend Diane and asked her what she thought. And she said, oof, that's a tough one. You know, in those final days, I never actually told Dad that he was dying. But I did have those final conversations. And I explained to him that everything would be okay. And we went over financial accounting. We had a business conversation. And he listened. Well, I had the conversation. And he listened. He was worried about Mom. He was worried about everybody else. And he wanted to make sure that they would be taken care of well. I said, Dad, don't worry. Everything is fine. I've got things under control. Even if they were a little wonky at times. But I went over all the finances, where everything was, that I knew that I could handle things for him. And he didn't need to worry. What I worried about afterwards was my own strength. I haven't lied to myself. I've listened to my own heart. And I won't lie to you. So please know, this is probably one of the most difficult decisions you're going to make in the course of caregiving, is whether to actually be cold, hard, stone-hard truthful to somebody, or just consider the gentle ramifications of your conversation and what it's going to do to them and you. So that's it on Elder Care Success. Should you lie? Yes, no, maybe. And it depends. Those are the answers. I wish I had something more definitive for you. However, I think you kind of know the answer to this one yourselves. So, hopefully that helps. We'll see you soon, and I'll hear you soon. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity, LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021, Caremanity, LLC.